Well, Nigel, obviously um, Rob went off injured on Saturday. What yeah. were you able to tell us about his injury? Uh, he's ruptured his ACL. So that's his season done. His work, your worst fears confirmed. We knew it was bad on yeah. on Saturday, and now, like Eamon, back in May, that the long recovery to fitness starts for him. Yeah, he's going to have to wait a couple of weeks before um, before we can have surgery. That's a normal procedure these days. So let it settle down, and then it's um, yeah, it's a it's a blow for him and for us, but uh, we'll deal with it. Yeah. It does, and we, we talked about maybe Thomas um, waiting in the wings. Mm -hmm. is, is he um, going to get an opportunity, do you think? Is he ready for an opportunity, having played a good 70, 75 minutes on, on Saturday? Well, yeah, I mean, he, I think he took his chance well when he went on. He was um, he played pretty well, and uh, yeah, Tom, Tom now gets a, an opportunity to, to uh, yeah, play in the team and earn a, earn a new contract. And I appreciate injuries are part and parcel of football, but it does leave you light, doesn't it? You can't really afford any more injuries in that central defensive area. Yeah, but we may get them, so it, we'll just have to deal with um, the situation as it comes along. We, we, you know, we, we tried to, to get another centre-back in, in the window, but couldn't do it. So, um, yeah, we've got other options there. Uh, Pringy's played there. George has played very well when he's played there as well. Um, Andy King's an option too, but clearly, yeah, we, we don't have too many, too many, um, too many cards to play. And you mentioned Thomas playing for a contract. Is it as black and white as that? Has he got to convince you that he's worthy of a contract? And does he want to earn a new contract at Bristol City as well? Well, that's a question you'd have to ask, ask him, but I, I think yes is the answer to that. Yeah, Thomas knows exactly what the situation is. He's played very little football for a year, so... Um, you know, it's in our interest to make sure that he's he's able to to play regularly again, and that's that's the, that's just the way it is. It's the I'm afraid there's there's no um, shortcuts. I'm afraid it's that's the way it is, and um, you know I'm glad we've got him. He's a he's a uh, a good player. Um, uh, he's good around the place too. So let's see what the next few weeks brings. And in terms of other players who've been unavailable, Kane played for the under-23s in the week. Is he nearing a return to being in contention for a match day squad place? Um, he's got a bit of work to do still. So he's been out for a while now. So, he, you know, he, again, it, um, we're not going to force him back in. We're not going to rush him. But uh, if he maintains the sort of levels that he's been... Um, working of late then he's got a chance of, of getting himself back in yeah and in any other business any other injuries to report from from the weekend or is everyone else okay? no no we're fine okay. We're, we're okay so uh, you know it's uh we, we're still operating with a small squad and and we know it's always going to be um with the number of games that come up uh, we could pick suspensions up we could get injuries but um that that's the nature of it i'm not yeah i don't worry too much about stuff like that well, no, if I can turn it into a positive, Tommy's been unavailable, so Sam's got an opportunity, he's taken it. Does that inspire other players to think, well, if I get a first-team opportunity, show you what I can do? I would hope so. I would hope so. I think there's enough positive stories this season so far. Um, players coming through the academy and breaking into the first team and getting chances. So, um, 
Yeah, we've had a number of them training with us this morning, and they've done very well. So uh, there may be there may be further chances this season for players. Who knows? On your flight home from Sunderland, hopefully there wasn't too much turbulence. How, how did you reflect on a on a deserved point? And um, dare I ask, have you? Does it feel like you're starting to turn a corner at the moment? There's some beaten runs quite impressive now. Well, it is, but I mean, we 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 needed to. Uh, have a an upturn in in how people feel more than anything um, since the since uh, the World Cup really our our fortunes have been uh, quite positive really we've only lost two games um, since we come back from the from the World Cup and and even before the end of uh, before the World Cup started we had some really positive performances so. Um, you know, I, I tend to look at it more from a, a, a rounded perspective of of what we're trying to achieve, and, and I think since the win, windows closed and we've been able to move players on, as well as bring some fresh faces in, I think the the, the atmosphere is more positive, and uh, and we've been we've been a side that's difficult to beat, as well as playing some good football too. Um, so. Those are the types of progressions that I think are really important for us. Yeah. But of course, it's it's always tempered with uh, the knowledge that things can change very quickly in the championship. So, you know, the, the, at no point is there a, a time to to either relax or take things easy. We know that we're we are going to be at full stretch for the remainder of the season, and that's that's you know um, important to recognise. So. City before I don't really get too um, despondent when things are, are not going the way that we'd like them to, and I'm certainly not going to get overboard with with uh, the fact that we've had a positive sort of upturn of uh, yes, some some results, and also I think the atmosphere within the club is is more is more positive too. Um, but that takes an awful lot of hard work to get to those types of positions. So it's 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 a never uh, never-ending process. You know, you don't you, you don't ever um, stop the intention of trying to improve, and whether that be how we play or improve individuals, but more importantly, improve how the team um, functions. And I think there've been some real positives this year in terms of our. Uh, ability to to stay in games that in the past I think we would have lost. So um, yeah, the, the the players take an awful lot of credit for that, and and there's a lot of people behind the scenes as well who work exceptionally hard to to try and um, achieve those types of goals. I know you were impressed with the the naps, if you like, of Mark Sykes protecting the penalty spot on the ball so that Naki could focus on the penalty. Is that something that players decide together or? Is there a bit of got feedback? no idea? It's just <laughs> something that they well, that initiative yeah. must please you very, very much so. Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't think you can teach those types of things. It's sort of there is a, a chemistry that we have um, within the group of players, but uh, which is very positive, and I think that's something that um, we need to not just recognise, but uh, but also applaud that as well and it's something that again it doesn't just happen overnight it, it happens because 
the group is certainly a lot tighter now. And uh, yeah, I think you know that there, there are plenty of good things that are happening, but we're still we've still got lots of of work to do, and of course. Um, we've got to finish the season as strongly as possible because we don't want to start getting involved in um, and looking below us again. That's but that's always going to be the case in a league like this. You've got to be, you've got to uh, stay really focused on the job in hand and and looking at the game at the weekend. Uh, there'll be a there'll be tough opponents for us. Yeah, I saw the um, the highlights of their game against Preston and. I think just two defeats in 12, um, they seem to have stabilised off the pitch and, and on it. What, what will they provide you as a test on Saturday, Hull City? They will commit a lot of players forward. They've got a really good goal scorer. Um, so, in Oscar, he's a player who is, uh, he certainly knows um, the areas to get into. He's normally in the middle of the goal and he's normally there to, to convert chances. So. He's a, he's a player that we have to be uh, wary of, but uh, yeah, they'll be organised. They'll be very organised. Well, thank you. Thank you. How's Rob doing in himself? Because it's quite a, quite a crushing injury to have. Yeah, he's typical Rob, very measured and dealing with it as well as I suppose anybody can. But I think one of the difficulties for players who our regular performers is to, I suppose, get the head round the uh, what it feels like to be out for a long time. So, you know, we've got to give him a bit of time to to um, come to terms with that. But he'll he knows he's in a good place uh, in terms of the support that he'll get here and the medical care that he'll get will be exceptional. So we don't we don't worry uh, on those sorts of issues. And uh, I think the players know themselves that they um, they're in a good environment to 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 get the best outcome when they're recovering from any sort of injury. So I think that's a positive. But of course, it's 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 a huge disappointment for him and for us because you know the the, the defenders have been playing particularly well. Uh, he and Zach have uh, really got established a, a good partnership um, life I'm afraid um, oh, well actually I'll, I'll ask this question first but Cal Naismith is he any closer to a return? He, if he's not back before when the international break starts he'll certainly be back afterwards so that'll be the time frame um, Tommy's a bit closer so he's making good progress he's back out in the grass with us um, doing a certain amount with the, with his first team uh, colleagues and then yeah individual stuff as well so he's making good progress uh, too based on that with Cal not coming back and on the assumption that Cal will remain a left back at least at least for the weekend you've obviously you haven't got the the left right dynamic that you had with Rob. yeah I mean yeah. How, does that does that alter anything in terms and, and I suppose sometimes playing out it becomes a little bit more um, it, it's not as fluid sometimes but Again, I don't think uh, I don't think people realise how many centre back partnerships don't have balance, you know. um, and, and so it doesn't really worry me too much. I think we we've got a performer in 
in Thomas who is experienced at this level. So he needs to draw on all his um, knowledge and experience to to continue in the same vein as as he did at the weekend. So, um, and like I say, he he knows he's in a situation where he's wanted the opportunity to play, and uh, and so it's come about through somebody else's misfortune. But that's normally the nature of of. Uh, of, of football and certainly I always want the competition to be to be really uh, keen and I always prefer to have players who've got something to play for as, Thomas uh, certainly has that as he sort of I mean he must be obviously excited that he's starting games have you seen a noticeable change in his attitude or his character no he's been look, he's been really supportive of the players who've been in there um He's had a few uh, situations where he's gone on late in games um, and he recognises that he's had to be patient to, to, to get his opportunity again. Now he's got it, so it's over to him now. Um, I'll, I'll have to ask a question because yeah. it's, it's something that fans have sort of mentioned, but is there any sort of provisions for maybe looking at a, a free transfer at all outside of the window in that position? No, not really, no. Because I don't really want to bring in players who, you know, they're, they're, I'd rather explore what we have within. And um, let's just see how it goes. But uh, if things change, then I'll let you know. But at the moment, that's not something that I'm particularly um, looking at. You said about the positive atmosphere um, yeah. around the place I wouldn't say it's surprising as such but obviously Dan Bentley Chris Martin Tim Closer they're quite big sort of personalities within the squad so to have kind well, of senior players yeah. not necessarily big personalities well people would perceive okay people would perceive them to be big big personalities so it's interesting that's that's made that change um, have, have other individuals kind of changed I'm, I'm wary about answering that question in a way which puts I, fuel on something that's not even there it's just the dynamics of change and when you've got players in the building who don't really have the motivation to push on then you know sometimes those players can take up as much time as as you know, it's like having disruptive kids in a classroom the teacher spends can spend 90% of their time dealing with 1% of the population waste of time so i'm not being i'm not suggesting that that the players are uh, have been disruptive but when players know that they're you know not necessarily going to play and they're high earners what's the point so it's in our interest to change it to give them an opportunity of finding something themselves and um, it's as you know i to try and sell the idea that some of the best investment that you can make is to to get rid of some players is actually quite a difficult thing to sell but it actually it makes sense the the players that we brought in and the players that have gone for different reasons you know for, for all different reasons they're, they're not all in the same bracket um, makes the place more uh, more driven as much as anything is that is that the when you say positive, um, 
is that how you see it? The, the, the sort of the the driven aspect of it, the, the sense of ambition. Yeah, to, and, and the players improve. as well. The players will. You know, you ask any of the players that. I think the players. I don't know who you're talking to today, but but um, you know, uh, who are you talking to? Harry, Harry Cornick. Well, Harry's not been here long enough, <laughs> so that would be unfair for him. He can't. He can't. He can't make a comparison. Um, uh, it, it just works like that. You know, for, so for instance, Chris has got himself uh, sorted out at QPR and he was a long way from the starting 11 and hadn't been in a squad since Christmas. So, you know, it's not, it's nothing against Chris, it's just where, where's his opportunity going to lie? Same with Tim. Uh, Tim had opportunities to, to, to go on loan at other places, didn't want to go. So time to time to move on, and 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 with Dan, you know Dan knew months ago that he wasn't going to get a new contract. So you know th those types of factors are all. It, it's easy for players uh, sometimes to to just get on with it, but for a sustained period, it's difficult for players sometimes to be a constant positive influence on other people when you know that you're not in the picture so the, the the best solution is a separation you said about the importance of finishing the season strongly mm. um, you haven't mentioned how strongly and where you'd like to be in the table there has been a sense of excitement well, because yeah. of the unbeaten run i mean is that yeah but we're we're, we're now gone what 11 have we yeah and and, and dropped down you know, so had we beaten Wigan, we could have gone up to 11th, I believe, that day. And then we find ourselves falling places, having get a... You know, that's the nature of this league. And then sides at the bottom of that back-to-back -back wins and new managers go in. And, you know, look, you can never, you can never um, underestimate what happens in this division. So finishing the season strongly, if you ask the players, they'd be, they'd be talking about how many points we are off the, the playoffs and, and I like the fact that they generate that conversation. Um, my job is to try and manage expectations internally and externally. Do I think we can do that? Yeah, I do. But I also know that this division is, is ruthless and relentless and we've already talked about being a little bit thin on the ground and it's keeping your best players available. So why make statements that are there to be thrown at you if you don't? Anything's achievable, mm. actually. But the hard work that goes into keeping the, the, the squad fit needs to continue. And, you know, you need a bit of luck too. So Rob's injury at the weekend was so innocuous in, in many ways. But... Yeah, that's that's how that's how things can can occur in games, and it? it's it's just a, a, an unfortunate um, event which uh, has a, a lasting impact for the rest of the season for us. Just just finally, we mentioned about speaking to Harry after. Yeah. Um, you've used him in a central position. You, you used Anis in a sort of almost a withdrawn strikery type. He's a wide striker. Yeah, but you. The, Instead of having, because for example, last season Chris was very much a nine, if you like, used yeah. 
the team seems to be evolving into something a bit different in terms of what you're doing in the final third? Am I overthinking this? <coughs> no, you're not overthinking it. It's an observation which uh, lends itself to the question, and I've said it loads of times before, the team plays to the strengths of the players. So there's no point trying to replace Antoine Semenya with an Antoine Semenya. You know, I don't, you know, unless the one we develop one internally, we're not going to go out and buy, we can't afford to go out and buy one because it costs 11 million or whatever it is. Um, so what we've tried to do is recruit players again who fit the profile and that is like to work hard, have some pace about them and have got the ambition and drive to be successful. Outside of that, doesn't matter whether they're six foot three, five foot ten, I'm not bothered. It, as long as they fit the profile of what we want, and that is we need players with energy, players who bring something different. Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to be signing too many um, older slow players. Let's put it like that. Our, our side is, is very much about um, energy and hopefully athleticism and yeah, pace and power is important, but you, you can't always, you have to see what's in the market and what we can afford. So, you know, it's a, it, how teams evolve are based on, on what you need at any given time. You know, there are, if you're in a relegation scrap like Wigan, Wigan have organised themselves, they've got some good players and very openly have said we're going to play percentage football. And I've got four results on the spin by not being particularly nice to watch, but being effective. So it, it's horses for courses, so to speak. Thanks, Nigel. It's okay. Good afternoon, Nigel. Um, you spoke earlier about obviously Mark Sykes shielding well to take his penalty. Do you think over the course of the season what, sorry? that how Sykes is um, shielded well to his penalties? You were just thinking, does that mean that the squad has grown a bit in that they? Learning more wise tricks to try and get into. I the don't game. know. I've never. We haven't won a penalty since he's been here, so I, I didn't know whether he'd be capable. Whether he got that in his locker. Anyway. Just kind of like seeing out. Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, again, I, I don't. You know, what's the point of me making a statement like that? Because um, next time we play, we might do something that's not quite so street. <laughs> so, uh, I think the the players collectively are stronger is what I would say is and they have a we've developed an identity which which the players not only own themselves they've developed themselves and I think that's the key to it that um, I can't remember too many games where even when the results haven't gone well player, uh, people don't understand what we're trying to do even when even on some days where the fans have been disgruntled um, I don't think they've seen dishonest or hard-working performances. I think they've seen that for a while now, and and that's the that's one of the big things which takes time to change. You know, and the only way that you can change that is by change. You know, you either, you give people an opportunity. If they don't take the opportunity, you have to change them. And, and, and we've not been in a situation or uh, and circumstances where we can necessarily change at the rate that we want to for different reasons. We, you know, you, players on long contracts or on, on 
expensive contracts. It's difficult to move players sometimes. And obviously, it's, it's a big night tonight at Ashton Gate um, in England. International speed and healthy. It's going to be a big week. Is it Ashton Gate the place to be for for big events? Because obviously, I'm sure it's a big support of the women's team as well. Yeah, but I I hope the pitch is all right. But it will be. I you know I mean it's the the thing about it is we we it's the home to ourselves and the Bears. Um, you know the women play most of their games here. Um, and, and some games at Ashton Gate, and obviously we've got internationals today, a, a double header, uh, which I think is you know really uh, a positive thing for us. And hopefully there'll be a good attendance um, for both games, but I'm sure it'll be a, a, a big turnout for the for the England Belgium game. So look, it, it's it's the club and Ashton Gate deal pretty well with with the the volume of. Um, events on there and you know what we always try and do is is make sure that the pitch is as good as it can be and certainly over the last few weeks we've we've played on some pitches which you know have not been as good as you get used to these days but uh, ours is still really in a, in a positive and very good condition to say how much traffic it gets so it's uh, I think it's good for the city